Okay, hello everybody. This is Dr. Hashim Hasabala. I am starting a new series on the podcast of various lectures that I give during my clinical rotations so that you can benefit as well. And so today we are talking about mechanical ventilation, ventilators and the principles and, and the different modes. This is pretty much a beginner's lecture on mechanical ventilation, anything, nothing that a fellow would use, but definitely good for uh, medical students and residents and PA students and nurse practitioner students and other um, uh, APP students as well. So mechanical ventilation is different than how Darth Vader breathes, okay? So Darth, Darth Vader breathes with a negative pressure ventilator. I don't know if everybody knows that. So outside of his chest, it creates a vacuum that expands the lungs, opens and closes. And then there are some negative pressure ventilators that they're on the market now. That is how Darth Vader breathes, but that's not, and, and that's kind of how we breathe. The way we breathe is when the diaphragm contracts, right? Um, that creates negative pressure in the chest that brings air in. Then when the diaphragm relaxes, it's positive pressure that pushes air out. That's how we breathe. Ventilator is what's called positive pressure ventilation. Pos you know, positive pressure ventilation is um, is pushing air into the lung, okay? So rather than having negative pressure ventilation sucking air into the lung, the ventilator pushes air into the lung. That's called positive pressure ventilation. Instead of negative pressure ventilation is what we do. Now, there's two ways to do positive pressure ventilation, okay? So there is volume ventilation, okay? And then pressure ventilation. Now, volume, it's the same thing. It just depends on what's fixed. Remember, remember in uh, physics, PV, PV equals NRT? Do you remember that? can't remember exactly. Ideal gas law or Boyle's law, I can't remember exactly. But PV equals NRT, meaning pressure and volume are inversely related, inversely proportional. So in volume ventilation, volume is fixed, okay? And pressure varies. And in pressure ventilation, pressure is fixed and volume varies. But either way, you can accomplish the same thing either way, by either pressure ventilation and volume ventilation. So what makes mechanical ventilation kind of intimidating or difficult is because there's so many different, there's so many different um, manufacturers and they all have proprietary names for the same thing, okay? So there's all this PV this and NR that and all this stuff, and so it makes it complicated when it really is not complicated. So really, so let's focus on now volume ventilation, okay? So volume ventilation, there's typically now volume control, or we also call it assist control, okay? And in volume control, the respiratory rate we dial in, it's idle volume, we, we dial in. The FiO2, we dial in. And the PEEP, we dial in. We'll talk about PEEP later. Now, the respiratory rate that you put on volume control is a backup rate. So that's why it's called assist control. Most assist control will sense the patient wanting to take a breath in and then give the patient the breath. For example, so if I do 16 respiratory rate, tidal volume of 500, at an FiO2 of 100% and a PEEP of 5, 
at the very least, the patient will get 16 breaths per minute at 500 cc tunnel fire. Now, if the patient is breathing 35 times a minute, they're going to get 35 breaths at 500 tunnel Okay? The, the respiratory rate we dial in on assist control is just backup in case the patient, God forbid, stops breathing, becomes apneic for whatever reason, goes brain dead, you know, whatever it is, they, this is, there's always a backup. Okay? So this is what's why it's called assist control. It senses the patient breathing in, and then it, it gives the patient a breath. Okay? That's mainly volume control. Now there's others, PRVC, which is pressure-regulated volume control, which is varies inspiratory flow based on the patient's effort. There's, but basically, it's the same thing. You're, it's the backup rate of the, and then the tidal volume you dial, and then the pressure varies. Okay? Now, pressure, pressure, pressure ventilation. So pressure ventilation is the other way. Pressure is fixed and volume varies. Now, there's two ways to do pressure ventilation. You can do it like assist control, which is called pressure control. Pressure control is you dial in a respiratory rate. You dial in an inspiratory pressure. You dial in FiO2 and a PEEP. We'll, again, we'll talk about PEEP later. Here, for example, say you do 25 at 15 at 100% plus 5, at least 25 times, the ventilator will give 15 centimeter water burst of pressure. Whatever volume that gives you, depending on the stiffness of the chest wall and the, and the, and the mechanics of the chest wall and the lungs and the elasticity and all that stuff, will give you whatever tidal volume that is. Okay? So, again, if the patient's breathing 35, they'll get 35 breaths with, with a burst of 15 of pressure support. Of, of inspiratory pressure, okay? The other way to do pressure, pressure ventilation is by called pressure support. Pressure support is completely um, <coughs> spontaneous. Pressure support is completely spontaneous. There's no backup rate. So all you do is you dial in a inspiratory pressure, an FiO2, and PEEP. Now, no ventilator lets... Let's just happen, but technically, the patient stops breathing, and you turn off the apnea ventilation back up. The patient, the ventilator just sit there, and the patient could die, right? But no ventilator does that. Every ventilator has a backup mechanism to prevent the patient from dying. Now, I like it because if something happens and apnea ventilation gets turned on and they're on pressure support, something is going on. I'm either overventilating them, or God forbid something happened in their brain and they no longer have a spontaneous respiratory effort. Partial support ventilation is more comfortable for the patient. I've actually put students and residents and fellow, you know, as a fellow, on not intubated them, but like had them feel it, and partial support ventilation is much more comfortable. It's flow triggered rather than it's it's a it's a different triggering mechanism. It's much more comfortable. So, but this is again, pressure is fixed here. Every time the patient takes a breath, when senses a breath, it gives a, whatever burst of pressure you dial in. You can do, now, this is pressure support is usually used for weaning or liberation, but people misunderstand that because if I dial in enough pressure on the pressure support, I can do the exact same thing as assist control. So, one time when I first started my practice, I had a patient on pressure support of 20. Okay, and the, they got a tidal volume of 500. It was the exact same as assist control. 
But the, the respiratory therapist overnight didn't understand that, called my partner overnight, who's like, why is he up? And then switched the ventilator. And then my partner, my boss, says, why did you, why are you weaning that patient? I go, I wasn't weaning the patient. You know, I didn't argue with him. I wasn't weaning the patient. I was giving them the pressure support of 20 because it's more comfortable for the patient. And I'm doing the exact same thing as assist control. Okay? It's just a different way of doing it. Here, there's a backup rate in case the patient wants to stop breathing. Here, there's apnea ventilation, but technically, this is totally spontaneous. There's no rate. The ventilator is not giving any breath. This is all patient-initiated. Okay? Now, half and half only belongs in coffee and tea. Okay? But there is a hybrid mode called, and I'm sure you've heard it, called SIMV. Synchronized Intermittent Mandatory Ventilation. SIMV is a little different where you have a respiratory rate, you have a tidal volume, you have a pressure support, you have an FiO2, and you have PEEP. Here, if I dial in 15 respiratory rate of 500 tidal volume, and a pressure support of 10, 100% FiO2, PEEP of plus 5, they'll get 15 breaths at 500. Everything else, they'll get a pressure support of 10. Okay? So this mode has been shown to increase work of breathing because you have nice big breaths for part of the time and the rest of the time you're on your own. Half and half only belongs in coffee and tea. All right? Now, many people come out of the operating room on SIMV. Well, in the operating room, you're anesthetized and paralyzed so there is no pressure support. There's no spontaneous breathing on SIMV. So really looks like assist control. So make make up make up your mind. You want pressure support or do you want assist control? Half and half doesn't work, right? And it's been shown in studies to increase work of breathing. All right. So those are the those are the basically the main modes. You have assist control, you have pressure control, pressure support, and SIMV, which we in critical care, medical critical care, don't like to use SIMV. In the past, they've used this to wean, where they're slowly decreased the respiratory rate to from 15 to 10 to 5 to 3. For us, for me, I just switch into pressure support, and I see what happens. And if they struggle, then they're not ready today, and we put them back on full support. If they do okay, then we then we continue. Okay. So there was a question about um, weaning. The, Many times, typically, weaning is used in pressure support because it's totally spontaneous, and then you just dial down, you have minimal pressure support on the machine, so it's in essence breathing on its own, kind of overcoming the resistance of the endotracheal tube. Okay, um, and then the uh, so I've kept talking about PEEP, okay, P E E P, it stands for positive end expiratory pressure, meaning at the end of every breath. The ventilator pressure does not go to zero. It goes to whatever we set it to, 5, 8, 10, 15, 20. And the theory is PEEP keeps pressure in the alveolus to prevent the alveoli from collapsing. Because if you have like a wet balloon, you have water in a balloon, the surface tension of the water makes it very difficult to inflate the balloon. The alveoli are like little balloons. So when there's fluid and cells and other things in the alveolus, it, the surface tension of that of that liquid makes it very easy for it to collapse 
And then when that happens, it's very difficult to reinflate. And that collapse and reinflation, collapse and reinflation, actually also, also leads to lung damage. So we don't like to keep it open. So there's also something called CPAP, which is continuous positive airway pressure. And here, at the end of every breath, there is a little bit of pressure left in the system. The only difference between PEEP and CPAP is that PEEP is on a ventilator, CPAP is not on a ventilator. They're the exact same thing. Okay? So, and then BiPAP, BiPAP is bi-level positive airway pressure. This is pressure support plus PEEP. That's BiPAP. BiPAP and CPAP are spontaneous breathing. You can do it on a ventilator, or you can do it on a non non you can do it on, on an invasive ventilator, or you can do it on a non-invasive ventilator. They're, but they're the exact same. I can ventilate somebody just like I have them intubated on BiPAP on non-invasive with with a mask, and I can do the same thing with a tube. Both both are the same. So it just depends on and then and now, non-invasive has really burgeoned in use because it's you can do the same thing. You can accomplish the same things therapeutically without having to intubate them and put them on invasive mechanical ventilation with all the complications and the barotrauma and the and then now and the difficulty with swallowing and then the risk of infection and all those things that come with invasive mechanical ventilation are bad. And so if we can do it with non-invasive mechanical ventilation, as long as they're an appropriate candidate, they have to be you know awake enough to protect their airway. They have to be or to maintain an open airway. They have to not have craniofacial abnormalities, there has to be certain criteria before you can safely use non-invasive mechanical ventilation. But non-invasive mechanical ventilation is usually the first step that we use before we go to intubate, unless somebody's totally abtunded or they're super shock, like we said, super shock or anything like that, where you um, you just intubate them and put them to relax their muscles, whatever it is. So, but those are kind of the, the main principles of mechanical ventilation. So there's a question about do we have physiologic PEEP? And the answer is spontaneously breathing. No. That's all a, a manifestation and consequence of the artificial pushing of air into the lung by the, by, by the ventilator, which is not natural and also can cause lung damage. So there was a question of when you would use volume control versus pressure control, and the answer is they're, they're, they're interchangeable. If you, you just have to target different things to get the outcome you want. So if you use volume ventilation, you're going to target the volume and sometimes the pressure will vary and if you if the lung is too stiff, you'll pressure limit and the ventilator won't give the whole breath in. If you're pressure ventilation, then depending on how stiff the lung is, you, won't, you may not get the volume target you want. They are equal. They are equal. It's, one is not better than the other. You have to be careful with both because if you if you over distend the lung with volume, that's bad. If you over if you push too much pressure into the lung with pressure, that's bad too. Each can cause lung damage. So they're basically, the, the, you, can, you can use either one. As long as you know what you're doing, you can use either pressure ventilation or volume. I, a lot of times I'll treat the ARDS patients with pressure support. And it's, more, it's, more, it's more comfortable. Or people who are struggling with volume control, I switch them to pressure support and they do a lot better. So it's really up, if you know what you're doing on mechanical ventilation, you can get away, you can... You can treat the patient appropriately with either mode, either way of doing it, volume or pressure.